Oh, come on. Good day to you. Take the hair out, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, lockdown, things get a little bit, <laughs> a little frisky. A little bit hairy sometimes. We had a, a, a couple of identity crises here where we're, we said, you know what, let's try dye our hair. And it was just a, a spiral of uh, disaster one after the other. <laughs> or you just like looked at Kanye West, what he was doing, and thought, I need some of that. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. It was just like a sudden realization that, like, you know what? I would probably look really good with purple dye and yes. kind of just escalated from there. But locked it in. Locked, locked it in, yeah. Booked an, booked an appointment with the girlfriend. She went in, got the dye, everything. <laughs> Complete disaster. I I remember um so we, we we made several attempts with this dye, right? Because turns out when you're not doing it by a professional person, have curly hair and also have very dark brown hair it uh, it becomes quite the challenge so the, the first the first iteration i would say was fluorescent orange That's right the only way i can describe it it's a color that you you wouldn't want to see any man don outdoors so let that be a lesson okay i'm gonna strike purple hair off the list from yeah, a it's, lockdown it's, challenge yeah i don't don't bother, man. Maybe maybe pink or something is a good one to go for. Yeah, I, I'll go there instead. Or I'll go like uh, um, blue rinse, like a blue like rinse. Grandma. Yeah, like a like a Kool Aid blue. Oh yes, that's cool. kind of trending right now. I've seen a few people don the blue or or like uh, what were those? I don't know if you had those ice those really long ice pops. Yes, from the freezer. What are they called? Mr. Freeze? Mr. Yeah, Freeze. And they tasted like the color. Yes. Judy Fruity was hands down the best, yeah. one of the best ice pop creations of our generation. <laughs> or previous generation. I don't know. Our generation. Who knows? The but next generation Gen X, don't know what they missed out on. <laughs> Welcome to 8 Pixel Radio. Today we have Christos Castridis. Hello. Everyone. I am Christos and I am doing design stuff at WhatsApp and design systems is my bread and butter. Uh, I'm also mentoring at ADP list, which has been really, really fun. And yeah, design systems is what I've been doing for a couple of years. So previously at Deliveroo and Workday, so a bit of, bit of consumer and uh, enterprise. Uh, I'm a massive fan of vibrant colors the golden hour and anime and i'm also a ramen enthusiast so if you're into any of those things we're going to get along just fine okay can you clarify whether enterprise design systems is tables and tables only (laughs) (laughs) oh my god tables that was literally like one of the main things that i worked on in enterprise was tables so to answer your question tables is mostly enterprise. tables and buttons is uh is your bread and butter and buttons and patterns that make no sense but are there anyway great well i'm glad we clarified that that's not question one that's question zero that would be a good question though what is your bread and butter no about uh tables how like, what's your favorite table mm-hmm. hmm, i like a really nice mahogany number <laughs> i can put my coffee on that's, that's my favorite table all right, let's get into it. Question one, are you ready? Uh, I am absolutely ready. Okay. What one song or album 
can you listen to or repeat? I would have to say, so I'm, a, I'm a big fan of movie soundtracks. Okay. I'm a person that's a fan of almost most genres. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but one soundtrack that I always fall back on is the Tron movie soundtrack. I like it for a couple of reasons. I think, you know, when you're like in the middle of that deadline or there's a lot of noise going on and you're really trying to focus, I feel like that that is the soundtrack for me. And um, I'm also like a really big fan of sci-fi and any kind of sci-fi movie. And I don't know, there's just something about it, especially when you when you click that first song and it's just your imagination kind of just goes a little bit wild. Uh, and also Daft Punk as well. Daft Punk is one of the the all-time greats. And I think seeing them do something that's it's a pretty different kind of genre, but still has that Daft Punk feel. Those were you, are, those were are... you heartbroken when they decided to call it a quits? I was very upset. Yes, mm. um, they they're, they're like one of the one of the bands I've always wanted to see live, and not just for them, but also the kind of show that they put on. I say is just incredible. So that was a that was a very sad time. I didn't yeah. cry in my pillow or anything, you know. I got over it pretty quick, you know. But I'm sure, and I'm sure it'll get back together. People always do this. Sure, look at Friends, you know. You know like who the hell are Daft Punk now? Never, <laughs> never heard of them. If you if you live near Angel in London or want to go to Angel, back when bars were open, there was a place called uh, the Queen's Head, and there used oh, to be a frequent Daft Punk tribute act, which you should go and find. <laughs> Because you will be in your element. They come on. I would really like that. <laughs> there used to be a local one in Dublin as well. I think they were called Daft Funk. Oh, okay. Daft Funk. I that seems a bit did. too obvious, though, right? Yeah. I would have thought like Daft Dunk. That's what yeah. I would have gone with. Maybe we should start that. Although there, people I mean, would know who was in it now, so we'd probably blown our cover. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think instruments would be a problem too. Like. I, I don't play any instruments right now, but I used to play the flute, the Irish flute, wow. and the drums. So, I mean, I think we can make something work there. Yeah, complementary instruments. Yeah, yeah, it's, un it's an underrated instrument. Absolutely. On note of sci-fi, mm -hmm. how do you feel about the film Donnie Darko and that soundtrack? Oh, well, I don't remember the soundtrack, so I think that's okay, probably well, an indication. Okay, well, you insulted me to the core there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move oh, on God, to question two. <laughs> that's the last thing I want to do is hurt your feelings. Great movie, though. <laughs> Excellent movie. Those yeah, kind of it's... movies that make you think and don't and, and doesn't make any sense until you go onto the looper <laughs> or screen rant and read the ending and explain. That's, the, yeah. that's that kind of movie. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. The next question is a random question. You haven't been asked to prepare for this, and I'm very intrigued to see how you get on. Oh, goodness. I know that you're a big anime fan. I've never understood it. But I will let you have uh -huh. it on this occasion. And my question for you is, when did Pokemon first air on television? Oh, Jesus. I actually don't know the answer to this one. I do remember watching it, though. If you don't uh, get Pokemon. it right, you're going to have to return your anime card. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but it's gold and it's metal. It's shiny. <laughs> I can't I can't part ways with that. It's my pride. It's my identity. I'm going to take a guess and say 1996. Final answer? That is... That is my final answer. Yes. So I would have accepted three different years, depending on where in the world you said it was. And Mm. the (laughs) earliest was in Japan, probably no surprise, in 1997. That hurts me to the core. I I wouldn't have minded if I was a couple of years off, but to be one year off is is very painful. Please mail me your anime card and I will destroy it. You know why I think, you know why I guessed 96? Because I think it was a year or two after that was when it came out on Game Boy. So I have like a very mm. strong memory of going to my local game store and picking up Pokemon and my first Game Boy. It was which, the purple translucent Game Boy color. Which color of Pokemon? Uh, it was blue. 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 Mm. So it was red or blue. I could have waited till next week and get Pokemon Yellow. And I really like Pikachu, but I didn't have the patience for it, which is kind of impressive for a, a I don't know how old it was then, maybe like six, six or seven. So I ended up with blue. Okay. Great well, replay value. Oh, yes, indeed. All right. Let's move on to the official question, too. What do you find yourself consistently having to convince people of? This was the hardest question of all of these, by the way. And I was trying to think, is there something like meaningful that I can really bring to this conversation when it comes to convincing people? And I'm afraid the answer is no. And the only thing that stuck stuck in my head since I've been thinking about this was I've had many conversations where I've had to say to people that pineapples don't grow on trees. Okay, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah, there, well, there you go. I, throwing Life throws curveballs at you. And this well, is you're one just of them. throwing one at me and I've been struck out. People, you, okay, so the question is consistently convince people of. And you've had this conversation enough times for that to be where you've gone and thought, do you know what? I've said to too many people I need to broadcast this. You think I'm making this up, but it's actually quite true. I Pre, Pre-COVID times, this was a conversation that came came up at least once a month. That's so good. It's kind of like the conversation about like tomato, tomato, you know? Right. Like, pineapples is just one of those interesting facts. I feel like a lot of people, so a lot of people think that um, how pineapple, pineapples grow on trees, much like coconuts. That's what they think about when you talk about it. It would be quite a sight. It would be great, right? Because you're thinking of palm trees, you know, pineapples look like mini palm trees, so it's palm trees on palm trees. But that's not the case. It grows from the ground in the, on, in the center of a little plant. Yeah, kind of like, I, you know? I almost wish they did grow on trees now. <laughs> We're going to have this conversation again at some point. And I'm going to say, hey, so. did you know that pineapples grow on trees? And you're going <laughs> to leave the room. Yes, I'm afraid. That, that would probably happen. <laughs> okay, let's just jump on to that. I can't believe that where that came from, but that is fantastic. Has everyone else asked very like very serious ones when it comes to, the, to that question? Let's say no. Let's say no. 
Um, okay. I feel it's all, it's all mostly been tree based, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. So you're in good. Lots of people, lot of people study biology then. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What's the best thing that you've never worked on? Mm. This this was also a very tough one, and I think just because of my, I feel like just that stereotypical designer that picks something that's tech related. But also, tech is something that's always been a part of my life. You know, I think it was, I was four when I got my first computer, Ooh. and I was four when I broke my first computer. So right. there's a lot of a lot of history there. Straight I in, would, straight out. I, straight in, straight out. Yeah, just like a repair store, except uh, I don't charge anything and I don't get any money. Yeah, I would say that the iPod Classic. For me, you know, the one with the aluminum back, the click mm. wheel interaction. I actually remember when I saw an iPod for the first time and it was in it was in my auntie's place. So my my uncle, he was one of the, he was the only person that I remember that actually owned like a Macintosh PC. And so he also had an iPod. And I remember thinking like this was like something out of a sci-fi yeah. movie. I'd, I'd never heard of an mp3 player before right it's it had always been cassette and i think i think what's what's really interesting is that interaction is something that's kind of stuck with ipads for, for ipods for years right it, it never really changed which makes me feel that they nailed it the first time and you know the, the ipod was really the foundation for you know the ipod touch and of course the iPhone. Um, so I think they got to try a lot of really interesting ideas. And if it wasn't that, I would have said uh, like designing smartphones in the the, the 2000s. Just, mm. There's some pretty wild stuff there. But Well, the Nokia the, stuff. Yeah, you know, there's like, there were like flip phones and, and like phones that were like Z-shaped and keypads that were yeah. all over the place. But But the iPod is something that's just just has always been close to my heart absolutely it touches a bunch of different senses it looks great it feels great the tactileness of that wheel was just amazing and it's i think most people would miss that or if they got to experience it first time would miss it because it was just so nice to use and felt great and you obviously had um do you remember the itunes uh game that they had on it where it would play you a, a sample of a song. Oh, no, I, I don't. Was. Well, you missed out. You need to go and buy yourself an <laughs> classic now and go and play that game. It was really, really good. I also remember when one of my friends got one and just being blown away by white headphones. That They're was a touch. the first to do it too, right? Yeah. And even just something simple as not providing a stock pair of headphones in black, boring and standard was so simple but effective even down to the devil of them providing white plugs now sockets charger yeah actually, that's a that's a very good point and i wonder if that was part of the success as well right well Everything yeah because you was... stand out anyone everyone knows that you've got white headphones in and they're yeah and they really they really used that i remember a lot there was some like really iconic apple marketing where do you remember the black silhouettes and they'd have mm. different color backgrounds? And then the only thing you would see was the white headphones and the yeah. and iPod yeah. in the hand. Yeah. Which so really... is a marketing campaign before it was even a marketing campaign. 
that's the kind of depth that I think all of us strive to do, try to get to with our own products. Um, and yeah. we can do it. Something that just something that lasts, I think, is one of the hardest things to do, especially especially in product design today. You know, a, a lot of approaches are more focused on getting stuff out than building something that's that really matters or that's uh, that reaches a certain bar of quality. Yeah, so we need to be shipping our products with aluminium plate <laughs> that scratches. <laughs> that scratches, yeah. And then and then we'll also create a a case that's silver and maybe scratches as well. Yeah. And then we'll add an add-on cover, and those are all sold separately, by the way. So yeah, by multiple different including, companies, including the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need an adapter, by the way. Yeah, which is only available in the US. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where do I buy it? Where do I buy this great product? Oh, there's always someone. Do you, I don't know if you remember growing up, there was always that one person that always went to America and bought you back cool stuff. Yep. Everyone had you have one of those kids in every school. Yeah, that was that was me for one Christmas. It was actually funny enough, it was to do a Pokemon. It was the later versions okay. of Pokemon. That came out six months earlier in the US than it did in Europe, which doesn't make any sense, by the way. That's just that's just cruel. If you did to that that today. You know, there'd be trouble, right? The keyboard warriors will be at your doorstep. I.e. you. Me. Just me. <laughs> yeah. Tweeting out your angst at the Pokemon cards not being available yet. It's okay, <laughs> we can Pokemon hook you up. Cards somewhere. Yes, indeed. All right. Now we have a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Design System Documentation. Because what better way to make sure your developers know exactly what you want to build than with the verbose 1,000 word essay about your sub-pixel grid system. Conversations are overrated anyway. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Question that was a great sponsor. Four. It was, I can't believe we got them in, to be honest with you. Yeah. Had to pull lots of strings for that. <laughs> Question four. What would your last meal be? I'm looking forward to how you interpreted this as well. Yeah, last meal. I feel like everyone's last meal is going to be very strange, right? It it can't just be one thing. It has to be it has to be many things. And for me, Speaking it's a mixture of yeah. for me, it's a it's 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 a mixture of different different kinds of memories, right? That's that's what my last you meal is. You want to eat memories? So, well, I mean, if you could, I, I don't know how nice they would taste. Slice them, slice them. <laughs> please, please carry on talking. I don't know. Maybe by the time I have my last meal, there'll be some, some form of 3D printing that mm. can print memories. Who knows? Aluminium plated. <laughs> and remember to cover cells separately. <laughs> so it would definitely be a few things. I would probably start off with something like something very simple, like nectarines, right? Yeah, you know, something to kind of right. warm the palate. Right. So nectarines for me always reminds me of the summers that I spent in Greece. Um, so I'm I'm part Greek, part part Irish, raised in Ireland. And so we'd normally spend our summers in Greece. And for you know nectarines was something that at least growing up, something I could never you can never really find in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And that was that was the thing that my grandmother, my Greek grandmother, little old Biddy, she'd always come toddling out with nectarines. Um a can of Coke, which which really probably conflict each other, you know, in terms of uh, health. <laughs> but anyway, 
lots lots of lots of good memories there it's just this is one of the things that i think of uh, when it comes to greece okay so the the entree is a an aluminium dish of nectarines <laughs> please carry on <laughs> i don't know how much of a fan you are of dishum but dishum is something that i have very close to my heart as well Indian food is something I, like I've never I haven't been to India before and I can't wait for the day that I do but for now Dishum will have to do and I I remember so it would be Kima Pau the Kima Pau dish from Deliveroo which is like this uh, small kind of it's probably more Iranian but mm. it has like this really nice like minced spiced mince mixed with like peas and it's got this like really nice little bun that that would be my next piece, right? Okay. Um, I remember being in the shoe, how they've like decorated the place is you feel like you're kind of traveling in time a bit. Mm. Now that was a really cool moment. Um, of course, my last meal will obviously have ramen, but yes. where? From where is the real question? And it would be from a ramen from Ichiran. So Ichiran is is a chain in Japan. I think they're in New York as well, actually. But that was like something that I'd always want. It sounds so stereotypical, actually, like having ramen in Japan, right? But I, I went on a solo trip to Japan maybe maybe two years ago, and I remember I met I met with one of my uh, one of my colleagues there. He was also over, and I remember walking into Ichiran for the first time. So they have these like small little. Well, first you order from a vending machine. Okay. Right. You put your coins in and you pick based off the vending machine and it gives you a little ticket. Then you get brought to there's individual boots. So there's like um it's like like different uh things sticking out left and right, you know. So it, it's like an individual like a telephone box. Kind of but yeah, kind of like a, a telephone box, but a, but a lot more open. Right, and like a, so like you a, don't have to um, worry about old-fashioned, old-fashioned working um, space that you see in the old movies. Yeah, sort of like that. And you know, they'd have the curtain. There would be curtains covered in front, so like you couldn't see the kitchen. Uh, it was just kind of you're in your own element. And I remember just like eating it for the first time and getting like extra rich broth. Mm. You know, like you could choose your noodles. You could go. You could customize the hell out of it. And I, I, so like when I really enjoy my food, I like tend to be pretty vocal about it. Like I make questionable noises. And um, I remember like my friend and my colleague just pissing themselves laughing for about 10 minutes because I just couldn't believe how good it was. And that was, I was like, that was a great moment, right? For food and for myself, mostly myself, but for food as well. And then and we're, we're talking about this for a while, but you know, last meal, very important, right? That's, it's now and now i've really thought it through so like I, I'm, I'm gonna have it set in stone i think we're gonna have to start looking at dessert now what do you think i think dessert well you can have as many courses agenda. as you want this is your last meal my yeah. friend yeah see i don't want to eat too many courses because there's nothing worse than feeling too full it's your last i meal. think because it's kind of yeah that, well hmm yeah that, that that is true but you still want to enjoy it as well right that's true you don't want to have like a major bloated food baby. Like that's, nobody wants that. But a food coma, maybe, you know, if that was the result, 
off my last meal. I, I would probably be okay with that. You know, there's plenty of worse ways to go. But for dessert, it has to be sticky toffee pudding. It's just okay. simple, very rich. I've had that since I was a kid. And that just also kind of reminds me of home growing up. And, you know, just with my mom in the kitchen, that would be one of the desserts she'd always make. So got a lot of fond memories for that. Famous, famous compliment to a good ramen is a sticky toffee pudding. <laughs> I'm Would telling you, there's a gap in the there's a gap in the market. Just like listen to me. <laughs> all out of the vending machine. All out of the vending. Oh god. Are you going with the ice cream on this? Custard, cream? Where are we going? I think it's gotta be it's gotta be vanilla ice cream. Very, mm. very simple on top. One, maybe two scoops. Actually, let's go for three scoops and let's a really big sticky toffee pudding. I think it's just like that melted caramel. It's so sweet. It's probably too sweet if you have too much, but it's just right. And it's like that nice sponge. And then we'll finish off with hands down the most underrated snack on the planet is honey butter almonds. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yes, this is this is so this is also something where did I find it? It was in Seoul. Oh, in, in South Korea was where I found them. But I think they're in a lot of Asian markets, mm. they're there, like uh, Singapore or whatever. That was like the death. That was the definition of crack for me. Was <laughs> eating those honey. Like I actually, I couldn't believe how sensational something that was an almond that was covered in some powder yep. could blow your socks off. And it was pretty expensive too, but like worth it. It's it's worth it. I think it's like maybe fifteen twenty quid on on Amazon if you want to get it imported, but. I would highly recommend everyone in the world to try that at least once. Like okay. I've, I've considered making them myself just to see if I could do it, but you know, it's my last meal, so I'm not going to make it. Is, is that all the courses? I think so. Yeah, okay. I, t I, I think, I think, I think that's fair. Okay. You haven't mentioned a drink or drinks. Oh, oh goodness. It's optional. I but feel free it to is optional. Yeah. You could it, pair a, a drink with each course if you wanted to. Oh goodness! But then I might not have any room left, and you know, I really want to eat those. I really want to eat that pudding and that <laughs> honey, and then the ramen as well. Like <laughs> you can't drink something with ramen because it's liquid in itself, you know. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, there is maybe one. There's probably one one beer I would have. Sierra, Sierra. There was a there was a Sierra Nevada that I I remember. There was only one place in Dublin when I when I lived there that you could get it on tap. It was their their IPA. Great. To be fair, it's actually not like the greatest tasting beer, but it's some again. I got a, I have a lot of memories with it, and so I think like that's that's what I would like to spend my last meal. Fantastic. Eating 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 memories, delicious mm. memories. One by one. <laughs> for the for the ramen, yes, you're going to need to go into a little bit more detail. Noodle. Um, oh yeah, of course. Noodle My type, God. thickness, bite. Yeah, what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's got to be. You know. Yeah, it's got to be Hakata ramen noodles. I like them, like pretty bouncy. So they're more on the undercooked side. And then when it comes to the broth, it's a, a tonkatsu ramen is my favorite one so that's like uh 
tonkatsu is like cooked in like pig bones and and, and marrow and stuff like that uh, or, or chicken bones i think it's a it's a quite a few different things actually. pretty sure it's pork mostly yeah so it would 100% be that and i think you know what they always put bamboo shoots on on ramen bowls and i i don't i don't i don't okay, get we'll it. throw those yeah. in the floor I think like I might have one or two just for texture, but that's as far as I would go. Same for mushrooms. I'm like, I really don't like mushrooms, and I think it's because of the color, it, which it sounds really stupid. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has decided they don't like something, be, so like they don't want to eat something because of the color. And well, there's I think it's like the the famous people not eating their greens. Oh yes, yeah, so that's a, a a second cousin. You're just not eating those. your earth colored. <laughs> yeah yeah that's just that goes way back that goes way back okay i blame my irish mother for that great and anything would, else to add? probably would yeah it would probably have to have two eggs so like Great. normally with ramen you get one egg or what or half of an egg half mm. of a cured egg right cured egg is a cured egg cured boiled egg is on a whole other that's not on a, a whole other pattern. level yeah different planet i would even go that far i would have Fantastic. two those yeah okay we've locked that in that's your last yeah, meal i think so yeah and had you considered if this was a last meal in the death sentence yes version have you considered what your yeah. crime was yes i feel like I, I i didn't feel comfortable talking about murder on this you know like you can't talk i mean that was that's probably a, a crime that would warrant you know, debt. But I think the uh, the Irish and the Brits we have we have long history with those with those six counties up top. So I think my crime would be stealing back those six counties for the for the Republic of Ireland, which is somewhat political and probably impossible to do. But because I pulled it off, I would probably I would probably die because okay. of it. I should probably add a warning to this episode. Just very <laughs> political very quickly. Oh, I'm not strong on the political side. It's more of a joke than anything else. No, I absolutely <laughs> Okay, we've locked in your crime. We've locked in your meal. I can't wait to see you eat all of that food. Treat. I'm worried. I'm actually, I'm, like, I know I'm going to have it like a long time away, but I'm actually already nervous about it because that's that's a lot of food. Yep. That's a lot of food. But then again, you know, your your meal can span several hours, really. Indeed, you can drag that be- out. I should have been more tactical about it. No, absolutely fine. We've locked it in for you. It will be served whenever you've stolen those six counties. Okay, final and most important question. What's your favorite curse word? I cannot wait for you to give me your answer to this one. Mm. There is, so there is, there is many, many curse words in, in Irish slang. We're actually spoiled for choice. Okay. But most of the slang words are curse words are they all have the same meaning and i think for me growing up i'll always fall back on gobshite <laughs> gobshite is an all-time irish classic um oh. it's something that has been a part it's a part of my life really you know from father ted you know uh, the christmas special in particular like so a gobshite for those who aren't familiar gobshite is used can you spell it for us yes so it's g-o-b-s-h i t e gob shite fantastic it is yeah it's one of the greatest 
curse words of of all time and it's it's definitely my favorite and it has so many uses you know like there's actually a lot of irish curse words to start with gob for some reason you have gobsheen uh, I, I i actually won't go on anymore because that'll that's that'll take too much time but a great example of using gobshite is i'll give you i'll give you a really good example here that moira one is some gobshite sure she's only after pulling diesel in her old one's petrol car <laughs> there's a good example for you yeah, that needs decoding, doesn't it? Really? I think it does. And I also I'm, haven't I'm, I'm heard ready that word. I haven't mm-hmm. heard that word in uh, 15 years, and you brought it back to my life. Thank you for that. <laughs> Hopefully, there's no trauma included with it. <laughs> no, nope, not at all. I haven't been called a gobshite for putting diesel in my petrol car, thankfully. But Moira has. So we need to. Moira has. Yeah, take that, Moira. That's what you. That's that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think with Ireland. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we both said it at the same time. Touche. Ireland also has many, not just many curses, but also many phrases as well. There's like a lot of curse kind of phrases. And, and I it, feel like there's this the one. Is that half the language? Yeah, curses? Pretty much. Pretty much. Half of our conversations are using certain phrases and, and piecing them together. And me and my friends growing up, we always, I mean, you know, like when you're a, a group of like lads growing up, we always try to make you fun of each other's appearances and stuff like that. And we'd always say, um, sure, even the sea wouldn't give him a wave. Oh my God. <laughs> I, that's like, that's bad, right? That's, that's, that's yeah, a real uh, feeling terrible. herder right there. That is terrible. Well, thank <laughs> but you for sharing. Hilarious. Thank you. You're sharing. welcome. And I hope, I hope the audience finds an opportunity to, to use it. I do point. too. And then we can call it back to you when they get fired for calling this <laughs> a right. Um feel free to reach out to Christos. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm, thank I'm you. happy to thank you for those answers. Hey, we uh we went down loads of rabbit holes and I learned a lot, particularly that lots of people don't know much about pineapples. And I'm glad you shared that with me. It was fantastic. Hope you had fun. You're most welcome. This is this is what I came to do. <laughs> fantastic. Then if there's anything you'd like to follow up with Christos about, you can reach him on Twitter at not Christos. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir.